Mark Katz, dating coach for Smart, Strong, Successful Women, your personal trainer for love, welcoming you back to the Love You podcast, where you can learn everything there is to know about dating relationships, sex, and men from a man's point of view. And today, we are talking about whether you should move in with him before marriage. Um, there's a lot that's been written about this. There's a lot that I've written about this. You could go to uh, my blog and do a search. My blog is like uh, Google for your love life, and you could go search should you live with your boyfriend before you get married or should i move in with my boyfriend before we get married um the article that i want to cite the most today is from time magazine uh how shacking up before marriage affects a relationship's success um but all of them point to some version of the same thing and uh it's an it's an old it's an old theory it's old science that has recently been debunked which is that uh, living together hurts your prospects for marriage or is more likely to result in divorce. And for some people, for some reason, people are very attached to this being true. I think it comes from um, the number of people who have lived together, right? It's, 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 it's a very basic uh, confirmation bias. Uh, people who've lived together where they lived together for four years and never got a ring or they lived together to save money, and then they ended up getting married out of inertia. Um, it was an ill fit from the beginning, but they just got, ended up get, getting married, and then predictably they ended up getting divorced. And in retrospect, the story that they told was living together is bad. Right? Living together ultimately results in unhappiness, and um, that's not true, um, even though a lot of people want it to be true. So once upon a time, there was a correlation between divorce and cohabitation, but currently it no longer exists. And as I said, causation is different than correlation. Moving, moving in together never actually caused divorce. Right? So what generally happened in the past is, as I suggested, women would try to save money, men would try to save money. Right? They'd, accidentally, you know, they'd, they'd accidentally get pregnant, they get married, then they get divorced because he never really wanted to get married. You gotta be kidding me, it's my phone. Um, he never really wanted to get married to begin with, right? Um, he just did it because they were living together and so uh, it was a bad, bad living situation that ended up in a bad marriage. So times have changed since that was a thing. There are one third more women graduating college than men, comparatively, from John Berger's uh, Datanomics book. Um, and so the I need to save money argument, uh, while true, it's always cheaper for two people to share expenses, is not as compelling an argument. Um, also, women get old, get married when she was 21. She went straight from her father's house to my dad. Um, these days, uh, you know, people don't get married for the most part until their late 20s. Um, you know, the, the average age has gone up and up and up. And so um, women and men are, we're seeing a blending of the genders. Women and men both want to sort of test drive the car before buying it. So I want to give you some modern statistics on cohabitation and 
I want to warn you in advance. If you are of the belief that moving in together is a bad idea because you moved in with a guy and it turned out bad or he didn't marry you, you may find what I'm about to say challenging, right? But you also help to prove my point, right? That the guy who moves in with you and never proposes to you is not good husband material to begin with, right? That's exactly why you move in with him is to figure out if he's good husband material. Um, and we have to avoid the tendency for confirmation bias, right? uh, especially in this, this political climate. Uh, there is a difference between facts and feelings, and we often think that our experience is universal instead of looking at the larger experience, right? And knowing, hey, maybe my experience is, is a minority. So here are the facts. Cohabitation, moving in together, has increased by nearly 900% over the last 50 years and 269% in the past 20. Right, so it's, it's virtually tripled in the past 20 years, the number of people moving in together. Uh, so it's become more normalized. In the past, right, it was stigmatized, right, might suggest a weakening in relationships. Now it's, it's standard practice. 70% of all women aged 30 to 34 have lived with a boyfriend. College-educated women date guys for an average of 14 months before they become roommates. Uh, for non-college-educated women, the waiting time is more like six months. So we could see, in general, most, most marriage statistics are skewed by the disparity between the haves and the have-nots and, the, and uh, uh, income. Uh, college-educated women, for example, one of my favorite statistics is college-educated women over the 30 uh, are more likely to get married and stay married. They only have a 20% divorce rate. Uh, compared to the uh, obscene divorce rates that have been bandied about, right? So next statistic. Two-thirds of newly married couples share a home together for more than two years before they ever waltz down an aisle. That's according to a 2012 study. Two-thirds of newly married couples shared a home together for more than two years before they ever got married. Again, this is all from a Time Magazine article. A paper in the 2014 issue of the Journal of Marriage and Family says that past studies have overstated the risk of divorce for cohabiting couples. And the real takeaway is, the, is that it's not whether people live together first, right? That was the main determinant of their, the happiness in their marriage. It was how old they were when they did it. Right? So another, and just another idea uh, exonerating my thesis that you're better off going slow, taking your time. Don't get married for two, three years to really get to know someone. Anybody who's saying, oh, it just takes a year, studies show otherwise, regardless of whether you know someone who got married in six weeks and made it work. So, quote, what leads to divorce is when people move in with someone with or without a marriage license before they have the maturity and experience to choose compatible partners and, and to conduct themselves in ways that could sustain a long-term relationship. It means the numbers are highly skewed by the young. For every year a woman waits to get married, right, until her early 30s, she reduces her chance of divorce. So I wanna be clear and frame all these statistics. Living together doesn't guarantee a great marriage, right? but it is a smart precursor for people to figure out if they could live together in peace. This whole idea that we're, we love each other, so we're just gonna dive in, right, and kind of hope that we're compatible as roommates. Have you ever had a roommate 
you could love someone as a person. It doesn't mean you could live with them, much less build the foundation of your life on them, right? So there's, again, I have to do this sort of pushback, not to say, uh, you know, I want a ring before I move in together, right? Because uh, you don't really need a ring to move in together. Um, I think you're, that the order is a little bit backwards. Um, just understand that the dangers of living together are mostly about inertia, right? Couples stay in relationships longer than they should because once they live with someone, it's harder to find the escape hatch. Right? I have a very close friend who lived with his girlfriend for four years. My brother-in-law lived with his girlfriend for four or five years. They dated for like nine, never got married. But it, that's not moving in together's fault, right? That, that's mostly because the woman didn't have the courage to leave the relationship right? when she realized she wasn't getting a ring. Right. Right. It was, he was getting his needs met. She wasn't getting her needs met. And that actually falls on, on, on her. So like with most emotional issues, we could play out variations of this theme, but I, I just want to point out that there is a, a logical order to things. And there's, there's a few takeaways that you should have from this short podcast today. Right. The big ones are a don't move in with a guy just to save money. <laughs> don't move in because your lease is up. You move in with him when you've been dating for a year and a half and you want to see what it looks like to be married and live in the same space and, and make a hundred little decisions to, to a day together. Um, motivation matters, not just circumstance. Don't move in with a guy that you've dated for less than 18 months. I, I can't tell you how many people are just in this rush. Oh my God, I love him. You know, we're, we're older. Um, I'm in my 40s, I'm in my 50s, I'm in my 60s. Literally, nobody has less of a rush than someone who is past childbearing years. Nobody has, is in less of a rush than someone who doesn't have any biological sense of urgency. You have all the time in the world to make sure you're making a good decision. And if that sounds like I'm being callous to people who are older than I am, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm your advocate. Studies show, once again, these studies two-thirds of second marriages break up. Three-quarters of third marriages break up. That is not a function of uh, older people always being wiser in the ways of love, obviously. It means that people feel a feeling, they're really lonely, they feel a connection, they get married in less than a year, and sure enough, they discover that, hmm, I didn't see the big picture here. I didn't give it time to see the big picture. He He's very different after three years than he was after one year, right? And that's predictable. I'm just letting you know that that's predictable. A, don't move in with a guy to save money. B, don't move in with a guy you've dated for less than 18 months. C, only, and this, this, is, this is something that uh, is most women's main reason for not wanting to move in with a guy. Only move in with a guy if he tells you he's interested in marrying you. It is a stepping stone to marriage. It is not <clears throat> a guarantee or a final destination, right? So I have a client right now. She's, uh, she's been dating a guy for four months and she has no idea if he wants to get married. Well, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to get married. If he wanted to get married, he would have told her he wanted to get married because people talk about the things that they want to do. So she has sunk four months into a relationship that's probably a dead end, all because she didn't pay attention to the box in his profile that says whether he wants to get married. Right? or didn't pay attention to his words. People who want to get married talk about it. People who don't want to get married assiduously don't talk about it. So 
before anybody's moving in and is, you know, is, is thinking of, of, of shacking up and saving expenses and getting closer and spending every night together, don't move in with a guy who does not have marriage with you on his mind, right? It's not a promise ring, right? You're both trying each other out to see, hey, is this a good fit? Is this a smart move? And if you live together for, and this is point D, if you live together for six months and you realize, huh, this isn't what, I, what it was cracked up to be, it completely justifies why, why one should live together first, right? It, it actually answers the question is, if I tried the shoe on for size and the shoe doesn't fit, why would I spend the rest of my life? Why would I try to get a ring from a guy that I could barely tolerate being in my same space? And when you break up after living together, right, it is, it, it, it should be a wake up call as to why it was such a good idea to cohabitate, right? It ultimately saved you for, from an expensive and painful divorce. And I say this as a guy who did not move in with his wife before he got married. And I was completely panicky about it, completely panicky about it. Um, I was one of the people who, who had to make a decision. My wife was 38. I wanted to have two kids. I got engaged in 16 months, right? We got married six months later. We moved in together two months after that. So planning the party and getting married was easy and fun. Moving in together afterwards was scary as shit. And I spent the first four months of my marriage on pins and needles because I didn't know if I'd made the right decision because I got the order backwards, right? And I'm, I can't speak for everybody, but I really want to be sure that the marriage is going to work before I get married, right? It is trying on clothes before you leave the store instead of just buying it online and sort of hoping it fits and then having to return it. It's just prudent, right? And there's not really a downside. The only exception is someone who is uh, trying to have kids in their late 30s or early 40s and you might have to speed things up a little bit, but still not that much because the stakes are so high. You could, you could marry someone and have a kid in, in 18 months and guess what? Decide to become, become incompatible and, and be divorced mother of a toddler. Happens all the time. So um, this is just another you know, useful factual, right? Like cold look at the idea behind moving in and cohabitation. I know there's, there's a very common pushback on this. I, I don't judge anybody who wants to move in within six months and get married within a year. Um, my terms are never right and wrong. It's always effective or ineffective. Is this working or is it not working? And you should be aware that moving in together actually does work as a means of solidifying a strong relationship we're showing the cracks in a weak relationship and if you end up breaking up because you're living together it's actually a good thing my name is evan mark katz thank you for joining me on this love you podcast next week i'm discussing what it is like to be the difficult one in the relationship i can only imagine you really don't want to miss that call uh, especially if you have troubles either being difficult or dating a difficult person uh if you enjoy this coaching, if you want to be a future guest on the Love You podcast, just go to www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash podcast guest. And you can see the upcoming topics, um, ask questions on those topics, and I will take you live on these uh, weekly phone calls and podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to the Love You podcast on iTunes and on YouTube. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. And best of all, remember, I give away more free advice than anybody on the planet. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com. Give me your name and email address, and I will help you understand men 
and find love before you know it. See you again next week on the Love You Podcast.